Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Charmed Life podcast. My name is Trisha Carr. I'm your host. The next few little episodes is a series of episodes. They're excerpts taken from a broadcast that my best friend Crystal Ann Compton and I do. We do it live about twice per month, and we call it Light Shine. And we broadcast this into the Lightworkers Lab, which is an online spiritual community created by Crystal. So go find the Lightworkers Lab. You'll find it on Facebook as a group. These next few episodes are examples of channeling. And so with that, I invite you to enjoy this excerpt from Lightshine with myself and Crystal Ann Compton. It's entirely human and mm. um, it's practical to it's mm. practical and it's fantastical. So let's talk about that a little bit. What mm. I mean by that is with channeling that it is intended for you to have that spark going in all areas of your life and that inspiration present in all areas of your life. This includes your kids and what programs we're going to want to enroll them in and how, we, how we're going to want to bring them up. This includes your love relationships, how to attract them, how to maintain them, how to thrive within them. This also includes your food and, and mm. how you should eat and how you should take care of yourself so that you can live an optimal life. You can get all that information through channeling, through opening up that portal with spirit to draw down that information. And likewise, you can get that fantastical stuff for those of you who might be curious about, well, what does, what does the Fox say? Well, what does the Arcturian say? <laughs> what does the Pleiadian say? What does the Davis say? Like, what did they have to say to me in my experience so that I can inform my experience and live in that inspired way. Well, they've got a lot to say. And so you can use channeling or opening the portal in this way to have these deep conversations, which by the way, although what you saw Trisha just do was a linear um, expression of a message coming through. So often with channeling and downloads and spirit communication, it is instantaneous. Mm -hmm. It's given to you in an energetic package, if you will. And it's for you to kind of unwrap that package and then um, allow it to emerge and express itself or unfold in your life and through your language in whatever way that it does. But many times it's just like, boom, Oh, I got that. All right. I know what I'm supposed to do now. Okay. I'm in alignment with that frequency so I can make these moves that affect, enhance, and improve my day-to-day -day life, my money, my health, but also open up these other worlds, these other dimensions of experience and understanding to me as well. And that's what's exciting about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I have another message coming through, um, if that's all right. <clears throat> yes, please. As uh, so, there's um, the the Deva realm actually coming in right now too, and particularly as it concerns, I just heard. I'm letting the channel begin to come through. I just heard that you are the breath of life. You are the breath of God. You are God breathing in existence. And we, as the air elementals, will present the name Celeste at this time to talk about how the heavens are looking upon you, witnessing you. And we, as those who are proximate to nature and in the sweet spot between spirit becoming human and spirit becoming nature, we notice, we see how so many of the humans are holding their breath. We see how so many of the humans are denying 
denying themselves the facility to be God in motion, to be love in motion, to be creation in the process. We love you so much, and we send you our tree energy, and we send you the spirit of your animals, those who are both in your family and those who are walking upon the plains as wild and feral. And we say, we ask you to look to them. We ask you to draw into your beings the spirit animal nature, those who are constantly breathing. We ask you to breathe deeply and fluidly. We ask you to bring in, because this is your purpose, to be the breath of God, to be the breath of life, animated, a visceral experience of life becoming. We thank you and we love you for being who you are. And we pray for you at all times when we see that your breath is not flowing. And so at any moment, if you could pay attention to that beautiful divine breath flowing through you, know that each and every light of the nature realm of the air element is praying for you and is sending that energy to your form and co-creating with you with so much gratitude and appreciation. We say, breathe and be ye God. Ooh, that hit me at the end. They got to use some Bible sounding language at the end. That's going to get me. (laughs) So good. A lot of us are holding our breath right now, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like we need to breathe. We need to ground. We need to connect. And I love that. They, um, They are an expression of light and God, not quite humanized or catalyzed in the yeah. human form, but just in that interbetween beautiful space. Celeste, how lovely. Oh yeah. Celeste is the name that I was given for the Deva of my air element. And so, because it's familiar to me, that's the mm-hmm. name that she gave me for, and it means sky, you know, it means heavens. Mm-hmm. And so, but uh, yeah, she's always kind of there. I don't really, it's a feminine energy, but it's really a collective. Well, that's beautiful. Um, with nature elementals, you know, they are so interesting. And of course, in the channeling intensive, we'll teach you about them and we'll, yeah. we'll get into, and Trisha in particular, will be teaching that part because of course she's, um, she's an emissary for that kingdom. If you ask me, like she's the expert on that kingdom. I've had many experiences though with, yeah. with fairy and, and I just find them to be sons of a gun. I mean, I've had some weird, <laughs> wacky experiences, but always kind of good natured and always with that message underneath and that offering of companionship and partnership. And really when you open that channel or when you open that portal, you give the invitation to have that communication or to have that communion with them. There's so much good information and talk about practical stuff with fairies yeah, too. Absolutely. I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but like with the fairy kingdom and me, um, I know that there are overlighting energies that are in charge of my house and in charge of every room in my house. And if my house is not organized, if I'm not, if I'm not up on putting things away, if it's not where it needs to be, there's just an energy about it. And there's, um, there's an overlighting energy that seeks to keep things organized in a certain way with which I partner. And it's gridded. My house is gridded in a certain way that serves me and they help me with that. And it also helps them too, because they're here to serve the planet also to serve us and to serve God. 
And so beyond even the house, you can venture out and I've got overlighting Deva and nature elementals. I've got that big oak, Tricia, in the front of my yard. I mean, that's a Mm -hmm. majestic oak. When you look at it with spiritual eyes, it's just like Tinkerbell, firefly lights of fairies everywhere in the leaves and the branches. And then there's that overlighting, overarching, um, organizing elemental that's taking care of that whole tree. You've got some that are taking care of the branches, some that are taking care of the leaves, some that are taking care of the root system, and then the intersectional things that are happening with the other ecosystem. But you have all of these beautiful beings that are are cohabitating with you, sharing the space and wanting to partner with you. And the thing about nature elementals is that it's it's really not so much that they're here to serve you. They're, They're actually they do serve you insofar as they bring you into partnership with Gaia and they bring you into partnership with purpose, our purpose here in this incarnation and with Gaia. Um, But they're really not here to, um, they don't owe you anything and um, they don't always make your acquaintance. If you're not interested in them, they tend to not really be interested in you. They have their own thing going on. They can be extremely lovely to deal with, but sometimes they can be sons of guns to deal with. They've got their own attitudes, don't they? They're like, okay, is those of you who have been in the service industry, they're like the serve, they're like the wait staff or the bartenders. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm here to do my job. I'm here to keep things going. I'm here to make you healthy too. I'm here to look out for you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're open to it, then we'll have some jokes and we'll, we'll maybe even strike up a friendship if you're chilling and stuff. But um, if you are stepping out of line, I'm going to let you know about it because I'm doing that for your own good. You know, it can seem like tough love, but it's really just because they are in, they are vibrating to dimensions that are so proximate to the, they're at the catalyst of manifestation or creation. So it's fast. I've been taken into that dimension. And then when I say that dimension, it's, it is 2D, but it's mirrored in 5D. So it's like a combination of those uh, densities or dimensions, but it's fast. And it almost feels like, flat and it's super quick and there's no delay. And so that's kind of the reason why I think people think of them as either mischievous or impatient. Well, they are seemingly impatient because they're moving at a speed that's faster than we are because they are at the brink of creation. And so they are sort of sitting back, like I think the the energy of of that channel was coming through was like, we're watching you, we're witnessing you and we're serving you. But it's almost like it feels hands off until it's kind of an all or nothing. And unless you come to the vibration of alignment with yourself and with nature, then they will be poof right there and you'll see them, you'll sense them, you'll feel them, you'll move as fast as they do. And it will be, this is why it's, it's like luck, it's surprise, it's leprechaun and leprechaun energy, which I, you know, I'm all vibing to all the time. So, but they're, they are here. Talk about safe. 100% safe, I, mm-hmm. you know, because they are here as as um, defenders and activators of ecosystem, which is another way to say unity. So it's the safest comp- can be. It's one. It's the energy of one. I will say that um, when I used to live on the five acre piece of land, I had a thousand oak trees. It was like beautiful. Yeah. There was a neighbor not too far away that had the same amount of land. Now, when Jeremy and I moved to that plot of land. The previous owner had rounded, round up, um, poisoned, uh, mowed it to death. Uh, the habitats were not there. It was just like, um, kind of like a golf course with a lot of trees. And our intention from the very beginning was let's create 
a habitat and let's grow things for ourselves, you know, fruit and food, let's have chickens, but also let's create intentional habitats for the deer, for the birds, for the snakes, for all the critters who are part of this ecosystem. Like let's work in partnership with the land. And from my perspective, like let's work, I'm going to work in partnership with these overlighting energies that are managing this land so that I can help them get this land to thrive. And in turn, I know that they will be in a partnership with me and help me to thrive and also my house to thrive and my animals to be safe and for me to be protected like those fairies took care of me. I I know that and I believe that, Mm -hmm. but I had this neighbor who had about the same amount of land, but who was destroying it, like tilled it to death. Nothing grew, was um, grazing some animals on it, but then would just overgraze it. And it was just dying. Didn't take care of his house. The animals looked sad. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, you know, I'd walk by this piece of property all the time and I would notice and, and talk to the elementals that were organizing and overlighting there. And I knew, of course, he's not in partnership with these eternal intelligences that are there to help him. And if we help the land, if we help Gaia, if if we help God, of course, it's symbiotic in this way. They help us. And it's such a beautiful and easy kind of of a partnership. But he didn't thrive. And he really wasn't successful in, in how he was building his livestock. He wasn't successful in any of his gardening. He didn't really know what he was doing, but he didn't care either. And he didn't have a love for the land in the way that I think Jeremy and I entered into that space. And you could tell, and the beings there could also tell. It makes a huge difference. And this kind of harkens back to this idea that there are practical applications to these partnerships and there are practical applications to channeling. If you have an open channel with your overlighting energies that are existing in your oak tree and in your house and overlighting your own human body, and we have those, by the way, you have a deva that's taking care of everything going on with you, your fingers, your hands, your skin, your eyes. If you have a partnership and are blessing them, they're blessing you too. So why wouldn't you want to talk with them? Mm -hmm. And the good news is you absolutely can. Through channeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you know, they like with this person who's creating these patterns of separation and lack and, you know, disintegration, it, what they show me is the, the, the deva or the nature realm is sort of like, again, in the, in the, they're at the finish line. And so if you think about if you had a, a friend or even like a child who was heading toward the uh, oncoming traffic and they didn't see it and they didn't know, well, you would you would stick your leg out in front of them and trip them to be able to save their life, even if it meant they were going to bang their head on the cement. It's better than being run over by a truck. That's kind of like what their position is sometimes <laughs> to really get in there and thwart it. And the truth is it's still just our frequency anyway, because if we are working outside of ecosystemic unity consciousness, we actually can't deny the fact that we are one energy in the however much we are putting that awareness away, however much we may be separating uh, from ourselves the awareness that we are one. If we um, are not awakened to it and it's not running through our energy fluidly, we cannot disconnect from the universe in the depths of our subconscious or unconscious. And so we have we have stop gaps in there. We will stop ourselves from it. And you can look at the, I mean, no one knows the heart of another man, but even just for the sake of learning, you could look at a person who is maybe the wealthiest in some regard. Some of y'all are thinking of someone. And you can say, well, but I see these other parts of this person's fruit, what they are presenting, and I can see there is discord and unhappiness. 
And so I can see that it isn't a full and healthy and happy life. And again, it's not for us to know or judge that. It's just, again, an observation because we, we do learn by patterns. And so we aren't fully successful if we are disconnecting. And that's mm -hmm. just the truth. And that's the symbiotic nature mm -hmm. of the world of spirit, not just the deva, but the angels and yeah. your higher self. Like it is a spiritual ecosystem and it's incredibly diverse. And the beautiful thing is, is that you have 100% empowered sovereignty within it. And when you align with it, as opposed to seeking to conquer it or seeking mm -hmm. to just know it, but not experience yeah. it, when you align with it truly, you get to experience all of it. And really you get to experience it on your terms. And this is where we talk about like, because it is such a diverse ecosystem. Well, yeah, you, sometimes you have some weird earthbound spirits and sometimes you have some mischievous type trickster spirits that happens. They're part of the ecosystem. The only reason people get scared of that or put off is because they've forgotten who they are in the middle of that ecosystem. And truly you're in the center of it. You're the one having the experience and the consciousness that has the experience is the consciousness in control of the experience. Imagine life, the charmed life, when you enter into these cosmic interactions, knowing that you're empowered within them and that mm. you can create from that vantage point, you can experience and expand from that, and that, that, I, sorry, I said expand and I immediately thought, about getting fat. <laughs> I don't mean that. I always do that. I'm like, change your languaging around expand. You can expand <laughs> into the world of spirit to, to the degree that you would like to. It's all on you, which is why I think these programs, I think these pursuits are so interesting because again, it's what you bring to it. And if you're ready for it, let me tell you, um, put your, put your, put your pants up, like button up, get ready, get your helmet on because it's going to move quickly. It's going to be a lot, but it's going to be fantastic. Registration is open for the channeling intensive taught by myself, Trisha Carr and Crystal Ann Compton. Now, this is a live, online, eight-week, immersive educational and experiential program. This program is designed for you to open your divine channel to higher consciousness, cosmic intelligences, and source energy. The 2020 Channeling Intensive begins the week of October 11th. This is an innovative and groundbreaking intensive designed specifically to connect you to spirit so you can draw down potent, useful, and transformative energy. If you've never been in a program like this, I encourage you to check it out. Now, this program is for intermediate to advanced students, and what we mean by that is students who are not afraid of the world of spirit and those who already know how to meditate or have a meditation practice. We will meet live and online for education and group coaching over the course of the eight weeks. Expect your life to change drastically as new information, energy, revelations, and love pours into you, through you, and by way of spiritual channeling. I encourage you to go to the information page to read all about this eight-week course and also to find frequently asked questions. Now you can click the link in this description or you can go to learn.lightworkerslab.com slash 
2020 CI. If you're interested in metaphysical concepts such as frequency states, dimensions, densities, cosmic guides, and how to practically implement this knowledge into your life, and if you are seeking a community of like-hearted healers and believers in love, then check out the Channeling Intensive. Crystal and I are excited to meet you and to work with you. If you enjoyed this or any of the Charmed Life podcast episodes, I invite you to like, subscribe, share, or comment, or leave us a review on Apple iTunes or however you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.